I also feel it's easier to accept character flaws on the page versus accepting them in other people or in ourselves. And by forming this bond with the characters that we read about and accepting them for who they are, including their strengths and their flaws, it really opens up that door to accepting these things in others and in ourselves and to heal them and to release them. Hello and welcome to Her Entrepreneurial Spirit. I'm your host, Monique Lover. In this space, I share unscripted conversations with female entrepreneurs who are harnessing the power of spirituality to create authentic and purpose-driven lives and businesses. Together, we are breaking through the rules and fears and leading with courage and love. It's time to lean into your own light as you let these stories encourage you to explore the unlimited potential of your own entrepreneurial spirit. Something that you may not know about me is that I am a huge fantasy fiction fan. Like seriously, my to read list on Goodreads is massive and <laughs> I can't can't catch up as any enthusiastic reader, right? You buy way more books than you can actually read in a lifetime. But that's okay because they look pretty on your shelf. <laughs> So what does this have to do, you ask, with spirituality and entrepreneurship? And I wanted to talk about today the role of story in energy work, in healing, in living a spirit-filled life. Recently, I had the great opportunity to be on my friend Poppy's podcast, Confessions of a Closet Romantic. So if you love romance, literature, and movies, go check it out. It's a great, heartfelt, shame-free space for romance lovers. But on her podcast, I was talking about one of my favorite characters in the stories that I love to read, which is the villain. And we got into a great conversation all about this villain archetype character and all the labels put on them by society about their fierce motivation in achieving what they want in life and the things that drive them and how this character is misunderstood a lot of the time especially at the beginning of the story. And it really got me thinking about the whole label of the hero versus the villain and how it's all about perspective. The beautiful thing about reading a story is it's able to give us the bigger picture, the higher perspective of what's going on in the main character's journey much like our team in spirit, I feel, has this bigger, higher perspective on our lives. 
Because it's very easy when you are the character in your story to get, you know, drowned by all the other things happening <laughs> in your life and and not see the bigger picture or just being unable to see the bigger picture. I mean, yes, we are souls, but yes, we are here having a human experience. And a lot of the higher picture is not necessarily there for us for a reason. And there's a lot of trust involved that there is something bigger beyond us going on. And we don't necessarily have to know what that plan is, but trust that it's coming from a place of love and light. So being able to see this bigger picture in the stories we read I find kind of gives us a taste of, okay, there's things unraveling in my own life, much like this main character's life. I also really feel that we can use stories as a mirror into ourselves. I feel that we are drawn to certain plots and certain character types for a reason. So just take a moment and think about the type of books that you love to read and and what are the plots you love? What are the characters you love? Maybe there's certain tropes that you love. What do they say about you? What do they say about your own truths and fears? For me, I've had a love of the villain for so long and... When I went through what I would kind of dub now as my quote unquote spiritual awakening or big kind of big bang <laughs> moment in my spirituality, I really reignited my love of writing again and my creativity. And something that came out of that was I really started to think about the books I was consuming and why, why did I love certain themes and characters so much? And I really did some work delving into the villain archetype and what was it there for me that I kept reading over and over all these different characters that I fell in love with? What were what were these traits? Did I possess these traits? Was I scared to possess them? And for me, I think it really came down to this fear of being labeled as this outcast in society as the villain usually is in these stories. You know, they have all these labels put on them by the society, which might or might not be true. Lots of the times they're not. It's easier for the society to put these labels on them and to push them away instead of trying to understand them. And I found that that was very relatable to me. I also feel that many of these characters have issues as far as their worthiness to love and be loved are concerned. And that brought up 
a lot of hard emotions for me that I really examined of, well, do I feel that way too? Why do I feel that way too? And it really allowed me to have this safe space to explore that by looking at the parallels to our own lives and the stories that we're consuming, you have this safe space in the story to to question yourself, to question how you're feeling in your life, to relate to these characters in a very deep and emotional way, and to also release emotions that you are storing um, in yourself. It's almost like going on this journey with this character. You're living vicariously through them and also experiencing the highs and the lows, but having this cathartic healing experience with them as they go along with their journey. And it's in a completely safe, judgment-free zone in your bed, on your couch, (laughs) enraveled in this story. I also feel it's easier to accept character flaws on the page versus accepting them in other people or in ourselves. And by forming this bond with the characters that we read about and accepting them for who they are, including their strengths and their flaws, it really opens up that door to accepting these things in others and in ourselves and to heal them and to release them. I also feel that reading is an amazing gateway to connecting with spirit. When you're sitting there and you're immersed in a book and you're feeling all of the emotions of the characters, you are visualizing everything that is happening. You're in this state of trance where you are blocking off everything else around you and solely focusing on this book. It is the same space that I use when I am tapping into spirit during readings, when I am going into trance for past life healing work. It's all in that in-between state where you're kind of half aware (laughs) of what's going on around you, but you're mostly focused in on your mind's eye. And if you think about it, as you're sitting there and visualizing all the things that are happening as you're reading, that, that's your clairvoyance kicking in. So you're practicing all of these abilities without really realizing that that's what you're doing. It's almost more acceptable to say you're reading a book than, oh, I'm taking a class on how to develop my clairvoyance. But you're in that same zone. So it's a really beautiful gateway, I feel, for connecting with spirit and A lot of people are already in that zone so frequently without really realizing that that's what it is. And it makes it even more easier to connect when you already know what that space feels like. 
it also makes it feel comforting and not so scary. Because sometimes when we use words like going into a psychic space or going into trance, it can seem scary and unknown. But if you know you're already doing it naturally, it makes it a lot less intimidating and much more familiar to you. And if you are a big avid reader, being in that space where you are totally engulfed in a book is such a happy, joyful place to be in. We can also get very consumed in our own story. So these are the stories that we tell ourselves about the way we are, about the way we think, about the way we act, about things that might have happened to us in the past. Were we the victim? Were we the aggressor? What emotions are tied to those stories in both this life and previous lives? And all of a sudden, this energy becomes attached to this story and ingrained in who we feel we are. But just like the stories that we read in books, they aren't intrinsically who we are. You can close the book and then you can put it down and set it aside. And I feel with our own stories, when we keep on repeating these destructive dialogues in our mind, it can be hard to differentiate between it being truly who we are and a book that we can put down. So by closing the book on that story that we've been repeating in our heads, by releasing the energies that are tied to it, we can experience freedom and all of the healing associated with that. Take for example, a story that I had told myself for many, many years about anxiety. And I always used to refer to it as my anxiety, that the anxiety that I experienced was just a part of who I was. And the story that I would tell myself is that I was broken for experiencing this bad thing, again, putting a label on it. And I was on this quest to fix the thing that I thought was broken. And that was my journey for many years. And it wasn't until I flipped that story around that anxiety wasn't mine. It was the anxiety that it was a feeling that it wasn't ingrained in who I was as a person, that I wasn't broken for feeling this very human emotion that was attached to a whole lot of other experiences, both in this life and previous incarnations. I was able to emotionally detach from that story I was telling myself kind of pulling it almost, you think about it nestled in your heart, right in your chest. And by distancing it a little bit, it kind of 
hovers outside of yourself. And then you can take this story almost like it's a physical book, close it and set it down. And all of a sudden it doesn't become ingrained in who you think you are. It's this separate piece that you can look at it with that higher perspective. You can look at what was going on in your life to make you feel that way, to have created that story. Maybe that story made you feel safe, made you feel like you were in control. And by looking at it from that higher perspective, you can really look at those emotions without judgment. And then you can work on releasing them. And then you can experience the freedom of having those emotions being released from you energetically. You can think of it almost as having a physical weight on your shoulders, on your chest, that is constantly bringing you back down into this negative dialogue. It's almost like you didn't even realize it was there until it was gone and you experience this lightness of it not being there, weighing you down anymore. I feel this really shows what amazing self-healers we can be for ourselves as well. That there are people that can help guide us through the process that I personally help facilitate healing in my clients, but the ones doing the work are you yourselves, that you are capable of moving your own energy, you are capable of shifting your perspective on your own story, that you are capable of all of these things, you don't need someone to fix you, that yes, it's helpful to have that guide, just like in a story where the main character always has this guide to help them through. Because sometimes you just need that empathetic human being who has an outside perspective on you to help you move things through quicker and more efficiently. Don't ever doubt yourself and your own abilities to be able to do this work yourself. So I encourage you today to really look around at the stories going on in your life. What stories are you telling yourself about who you are, about different situations you may be in? Which stories are you drawn to reading about right now? And just bringing this awareness to the dialogue that is happening in our minds can really help facilitate the exact healing that we need right now. It's not always easy work, but it is so 100% worth it for the growth and the freedom you experience afterwards. I'm here with you, energetically holding your hand and encouraging you 
to really dig down into your stories and to find that freedom that you deserve. Thank you for tuning in and sharing this very special space with me. For more information on how I can help you heal from the past, build trust with your intuition, and take aligned action towards creating a purpose and passion-filled business and life, visit my website at moniqueglover.com. If you loved what you just listened to, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I am so grateful for your loving comments, ratings, and shares. Sending you so much love and light. Until next time.